freedom fighters, freedom lovers, and those who just want free stuff. Changing it up here a little bit, folks. Greetings and hello. It is I, your favorite obscure social studies teacher with slightly above average looks, intelligence, and style, Mr. Palumbo. And this is the Professor Liberty Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Just a reminder if you want to email the show, the email is Professor Liberty1776 at gmail.com. Please send me all of your questions, comments, concerns, ideas, criticisms, whatever. Send them to Professor Liberty 1776 at gmail.com. Rates and other restrictions may apply. I just say that because it seems like something you should say. But boy, I would love to impose my own fees or rates. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if we were like the government and we can just make up these fees and rates and and make people pay them uh, just to kind of fill up the coffers? Did I ever tell you guys, I think I shared this on the Facebook page, but I, did I ever tell you my water bill story? You know, one day I was examining the water bill and all the various charges and fees and taxes, and I noticed I had to pay something called a drought avoidance fee. I don't remember the exact language, but it was something like that. And I was thinking to myself, huh, what exactly does that fee do? By paying that fee, what is accomplished? Does it literally avoid a drought? Does it stop a drought? And, you know, the next thought I always think is, why do I have to pay these fees? And, man, I wish I could, like I said, come up with my own fees and have an entire collection apparatus known as the IRS and other groups, police and everything that could that I had at my disposal that I could force people to pay these fees and rates. But anyways, I digress. All right, guys, on to the show. Today is Monday. Even though by the time you listen to it, it'll probably be Tuesday. But dang it, it is Monday, so we're going to do a motivational Monday. Uh, just yesterday, I... I I, I threw out the feelers. I put the feelers out there, the little tentacles. I put them out on Facebook, and I asked my hardcore Professor Liberty fans, you know, the patriots, if you will, the true patriots. I asked them, uh, what should we discuss for this week's Motivational Monday? And I got some interesting feedback. Now, a lot of times when I ask questions like this, what should I talk about? Uh, what should kids learn about? What's 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 uh, education? What's education's biggest challenge? A lot of you guys always talk about critical thinking and logic, and how the kids just don't know how to think. And I'm I think I'm going to kind of touch on that a little bit today. Uh, but one guy, uh, one person replied that our youth need to learn quote learn self reliance and fast. Unquote. And he mentioned that society is going downhill, and he mentioned uh, things like inflation. Uh, the comment got me thinking because it was it kind of tied into something I've been telling my kids a lot, and I've been wanting to put it into a show, and I think I'm going to do that now. A lot of uh, thing. One thing I say to my daughter most especially is, no one is going to care about you more than you. And if you've heard every one of my podcast episodes, I've probably said that in one or more episodes. So I thought, well, why don't we talk about self-reliance? And we've done that in the past. We're going to do it again today. And why don't we connect that with my 
my saying to my daughter and to my son eventually that no one is going to care more about you than you. Now, I do agree with this gentleman that society is going downhill fast. But I would say uh, part of the reason for our civilization collapse, if you will, is because we are dependent. We are over-dependent on technology and we have lack of self-reliance. They go hand in hand. And that is bringing society's downfall, not necessarily inflation. You know, anyone around the age 40 knows that the younger generations have serious lack of problem-solving skills. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that younger generations have more automation than previous groups. And having a world of automation is nice, but it also makes people lazier and more ignorant to certain skills that previous generations had. My family, uh, you know, when we go out, like say we're grabbing some fast food, we have surrendered to the fact that if we go to any fast food place, our order is probably going to be wrong somehow. Has anyone else noticed this? How younger people working in fast food or, re- or retail or whatever almost have no ability to think through simple challenges? And don't let the computer go down or the power go out. They're completely lost. Most of my students, if it wasn't for Google, would not know anything about history, economics, or government. Whatever the first thing says on the great oracle of our time, the oracle of Delphi ain't got nothing on the oracle of Google, who owns about 80 to 90% of all traffic online. Talk about power that needs to be examined. But my overall point is, unless it's a button push away, younger people have no idea what to do. They have no self-reliance. They have no self-sustaining skills. You know, I was in a, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Walgreens. I had, you know, I was going to do some grilling, do some barbecuing. And uh, I had a propane tank that was empty. So I went to Walgreens to replace my tank. And so I go into Walgreens to swap my empty tank for a new one. And when I went into the store, it was completely empty. Nobody was in there. Nobody was at the front counter, nothing. It was kind of it's kind of freaky. And then finally a gentleman comes from behind the photo center, which I don't even know why we have those anymore. Everyone takes photos on their phone, but they don't ever do anything with those photos. You ever notice that? Anyway, digressing again. I informed him as to why I was there. You know, ergo, I needed a new propane tank. And he kind of looked around, and he looked rather lost, and there was about, you know, 30 seconds to... 35 seconds of kind of nothing, quiet. He was just kind of spacing. And he said, well, my supervisor's in the bathroom. I paused and said, okay. I was trying to figure out how that was relevant. And uh, I guess he said that he couldn't leave the store because his supervisor was in the bathroom. Again, that doesn't resolve my issue. I asked him if there was anyone else he could call. Maybe he could just step outside and we could swap tanks for a second. Uh, you know, I, I noticed that I had to kind of administer, like I would in class, a review quiz with multiple choice questions for him to choose from. So here I am, probably 20 years older than him, a, you know, a guy to guy, 
giving him several options from him to choose from. And then finally, he kind of, you know, decided which option was the best. And finally, he decided to call his supervisor, which was supposedly in the bathroom. So I don't know how that works. And to be honest, we're not we're not all immune. Nobody's immune to this decline in knowledge of certain skills either. Yeah, I read an article years ago saying that most people have to call a professional handyman, plumber, or electrician to fix basic housing issues. We compare that to 50 to 100 years ago. Most men not only knew how to fix common house issues, but in many cases, especially in the early 20th century, families built entire houses themselves. You can research this online as to how families could order from the Sears and Roebuck catalog a entire house building kit that they would mail to you. So we've gone from building our own homes to barely being able to change a light bulb in about 122 years. And to be honest, full disclosure, I'm not as handy as I could be. You know, being in the military and owning four houses at this point, I feel like I can definitely change a faucet, you know, replace a doorknob, lay a mean beam of caulking. I mean, I can do those things. Man, I can paint a killer room if you need me to paint. I have done my fair share of painting a thing or two. So as we continue this march nonstop into the automated abyss, is self-reliance still needed? I mean, what's wrong with just turning into those fat people on that Disney Pixar movie Wally, where we just zoom around in floating chairs and we let automation tell us what to eat and how to sleep and what to wear? I think one clear uh, reason that we need self-reliance is that because without self-reliance, a person can never be independent. They're opposite of each other. Think about it. The more you depend on someone, the less autonomous or independent you are. The opposite of self-reliance is reliant on being reliant or dependent on someone else. And the more dependent you are, you certainly aren't free, right? Slavery is complete dependency. And certainly we can't have a free society if we're all dependent, right? If we're dependent on everything, especially government, which is one of government's ultimate goals, right? The more you're dependent on government, the more you need it, the more the reason it should be there, right? Limited government, there's no reason for it to be there, right? But if it's a big government that offers you everything, you know, it, it feels like it has a reason. It has power, right? Dependence. The more dependent you are on somebody, the more power they have over your lives. We can see how restrictive dependence is when we look at the youngest and the oldest among us. Take an infant, for example. Anyone who's been around an infant, they know that there comes a point when you can literally witness how cognitively the infant realizes that there's an object he or she wishes to grab or there's a location he or she wishes to move to. But their bodies haven't developed as fast as their cognitive skills. And so they're kind of just waddling around in one spot and they get frustrated. Mentally, they know what they want to do, but physically they're unable. And you can see that point where the frustration in babies come in and it just ends up being a whole lot of crying, right? But they're dependent. They can't do anything unless someone helps them. Elderly people are the same way. As their minds and bodies decline, they lose their independence, and they must depend on other people to take care of them, a spouse, a child, 
a caretaker. And this leads me into my comment earlier. No one is going to care about you more than you. Our grandparents knew about self-reliance because it wasn't a computer. There wasn't a magic button that you could push to solve problems. They had to do it. And no matter how loving your father is, or how awesome and selfless your mother is, or how cool your friends are, or how giving your spouse is, no one is going to care about you more than you. You are ultimately responsible for yourself, period. This is what schools should be teaching. This is what parents should be teaching. This is what the President of the United States should be saying. This is what our governments and our governors should be saying. Anybody in authority should be saying this. You are responsible for yourself, your actions, and your life. Your parents can only take care of you for so long, young people. You know, young people, 20-year-olds, you haven't left the house yet. Mom and dad can only take care of you for so long until they either get too old or they get too fed up because you haven't launched yet. Your friends are going to grow tired of you. Dependence is another word for mooching with friends. Your spouse, if you ever get married, will eventually get tired of all this putting up with all of this from you and getting nothing in return. So young people, listen to me. Your future is in your hands. Don't blame the white man. Don't blame men in general. Don't blame racism or sexism or blah, 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 blah. Racism isn't why you're still working entry-level jobs that you barely make it to on time, if at all. Okay? Sexism didn't cause you to drop out of school so you could follow your dream becoming a social activist. Capitalism isn't why you're broke while someone else has a mansion. In the end, the only person that can change the direction you're on is you. And that means you have to be self-reliant. You have to rely on yourself. Mom isn't going to make sure you go to school forever. Dad isn't going to kick you in the butt so you get up and go to work on time. In fact, you may have lousy parents that didn't even try to motivate you at all. Which again proves my point. You have to do it. You know, I worked with a guy when I was in college. Uh, during my college years, I served, uh, I, I worked in the veterans department and I helped veterans get their educational benefits. And by doing this, I, I would get a stipend, which kind of offset my GI benefits, or I guess you could say it stretched out my own GI benefits longer because I was getting the stipend that I could use towards education. I, I had the old GI bill. I don't have the uh, new one where it pays for a full ride for four years. My GI Bill only paid for three years, even though college is four years, whatever. Uh, so being proactive and self-reliant, responsible, I did everything in my power to extend those benefits to cover all four years of college. So anyway, I, I worked with this guy. He grew up in Pittsburgh. He was told me this story. He said he grew up in Pittsburgh and he had like 12, he was one of like 12 kids. So he had 11 brothers and sisters, and he told me that many of his older brothers and sisters didn't graduate high school, and for whatever reason, the parents didn't make school a priority. And he told me he remembers that a boy, as, as a boy, when he was 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there, maybe a junior high, he would force himself up in the morning, eat breakfast, go to school, get to the bus, all on his own. Could you imagine being that young and having that responsibility placed on you? And he told me he did it because he saw his older siblings 
He saw how they were turning out. Basically, they were living like bums. They were on drugs, no future, no diplomas. And he didn't want that for himself. Man, what a story. Somehow this guy's eyes were opened and he saw that he saw what a life of dependence looks like. And he wanted he didn't want that for himself. So at a very young age, he decided to be self-reliant. And this drives home my point. You have to study. You have to get up early. You have to stay work late. You have to go to the doctor to get that thing checked out. You have to pay the electric bill. The list goes on. In the end, when you strip everything away, it will come down to you, not mom, not dad, not racism, not capitalism. You can blame whatever ism you wish. You can complain about whatever injustice you felt or received. It won't matter. In many ways, this is why we're seeing these, uh, these young people out of control because they lived a life in a bubble that told them they were the greatest and they were the smartest and they don't have to take any chances and they can be whatever they want and they can come to school whenever they want. And no expectations were placed on them. And then they get kicked out into the real world, which we've talked about on this show, is a meritocracy. And the real world slaps them in the face and they break. And they, they flip out. They, they commit suicide. They shoot people. They shoot up places. I mean, they're, we're seeing young people not able to cope with real life because they've never been in real life. So how do we start taking more responsibility for our lives? How do we become more self-reliant? Well, if we're talking about skills, that's easy. Try. Try them. I know that sounds kind of lame and kind of a lame answer, but it's true. If you don't know how to patch drywall, next time the opportunity comes around, try it. If you don't know how to change oil in your car, well, it has to be an older car. Maybe this is not a good example because these new cars are weird. You open the hood and I don't even know where anything is. But you get my point. If you don't know how to do something, try it. Like I said, I'm not the most handiest guy in town, but for every doorknob I replaced, for every sink faucet I replaced, for every drywall patch, for every light fixture I installed, I learned something new and I got more confident in my own abilities. I mean, seriously, folks, we can moan and complain about not knowing anything, but then at the same time, we don't do anything. I mean, what, what is that? I don't know how to do anything. You ever tried? No. <laughs> what are we supposed to do with that? Get off social media Go plant a garden. Go build a shed. Fix something around grandma's house because she needs help with it. Be productive. I promise you, the more productive you feel, the less depressed you will also feel. A lot of this depression and anxiety that is so prevalent today is because we're not getting any sunlight. We're locked away in our basements on TikTok and Facebook and, and whatever. And we're not having any responsibilities, and we don't, have, we don't have any expectations placed on us. We live in these cocoons, too afraid to try anything. We don't ever have to try anything. We don't take any risks. You know, kids in school, they don't date anymore. Boys don't ask girls to the dance anymore. They don't talk to each other anymore. They don't get driver's license anymore. When they get older, they don't, go, they don't get married anymore. All these activities come with a certain amount of risk. And bar, you know, far be it from them to <gasps> take any risk. It's crazy how much I wrestle with students to just take a chance on something because they're so scared. This could be anything from answering a question to writing an essay 
And it's amazing how if I can manage to convince them to take a chance, boy, I don't get many victories, but if I can convince one student to take a chance, it's crazy how they realize it wasn't that big of a deal. They knew something about the material, and sometimes they knew everything about the material. They were just too afraid to try. So let's remember, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, the only person that is going to care about you the most is you. You're the only person that can do whatever it is you need to do. If you need to make a change in your life, it's up to you. And every time we look to someone else, every time we blame something else, we're still stuck in the position we're in and we're never going to grow and we're never going to succeed and advance. So just take a small step. And I'll tell you what, as far as skills go, boys and girls, we need to learn some skills. I tell you what, if, <laughs> if the internet ever co- collapses, you want to talk about a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it is going to be epic proportions of the societal meltdown that is going to occur when the internet gets shut off and doesn't come back. Because we don't know how to do anything without the internet. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts or any platform that you use and give me a five-star rating. You can also email the show at ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com. Also, check us out on Parlor. Check us out on Facebook, Professor Liberty. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.